Chapter 12 of The Ladies' Book of Etiquette and Manual of Politeness by Florence Hartley. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Christine Lamberton. Chapter 12 Dinner Company Etiquette for the Guest. When you receive an invitation to join a dinner party, answer it immediately as by leaving your hostess in doubt whether you intend to accept or decline her hospitality you make it impossible for her to decide how many she must prepare for if you accept at first and any unforeseen event keeps you from fulfilling your engagement write a second note that your hostess may not wait dinner for you such a note if circumstances render it necessary to write it may be sent with perfect propriety an hour before the time appointed for dinner though if you are aware that you cannot attend earlier you must send the information in good season you should enter the house of your hostess from a quarter to half an hour earlier than the time appointed for dining proceed at once to the dressing-room and arrange your dress and hair and then enter the drawing-room by going to the house too early you may hasten or interrupt the toilet arrangements of your hostess while by being late you will establish a most disagreeable association in the minds of all present as the lady who kept dinner waiting at mrs l's immediately upon entering the parlour find your hostess and speak to her first it is very rude to stop to chat with other guests before greeting the lady of the house you may bow to any one you know in passing but do not stop to speak having exchanged a few words with your hostess turn to the other guests unless you are the first arrival in that case converse with your host and hostess until others come in be careful if dinner is delayed by the tardiness of the guests or from any other cause that you do not show by your manner that you are aware of such delay to look towards the door often consult your watch or give tokens of weariness are all marks of ill-breeding your hostess will probably be sufficiently annoyed by the irregularity itself do not add to her discomfort by allowing her to suppose that her guests perceive the deficiencies look over the books and pictures with an air of interest converse cheerfully and in every way appear as if dinner were a matter of secondary importance as indeed it should be compared with the pleasure of the society around you when the signal for dinner is given your hostess will probably name your escort to the table if he is a stranger bow in acknowledgment of the introduction take his arm and fall into your place in the stream of guests passing from the parlour to the dining-room 
take the seat pointed out by your hostess or the waiter as soon as it is offered each one will do this upon entering and it prevents the confusion that will result if those first entering the room remain standing until all the other guests come in when you take your seat be careful that your chair does not stand upon the dress of the lady next you as she may not rise at the same instant that you do and so you risk tearing her dress sit gracefully at the table neither so close as to make your movements awkward nor so far away as to drag your food over your dress before it reaches your mouth it is well to carry in your pocket a small pin-cushion and having unfolded your napkin to pin it at the belt you may do this quietly without its being perceived and you will thus really save your dress if the napkin is merely laid open upon your lap it will be very apt to slip down if your dress is of silk or satin and you risk the chance of appearing again in the drawing-room with the front of your dress soiled or greased if by the carelessness or awkwardness of your neighbours or the servants you have a plate of soup glass of wine or any dish intended for your mouth deposited upon your dress do not spring up or make any exclamation you may wipe off the worst of the spot with your napkin and then let it pass without further notice if an apology is made by the unlucky perpetrator of the accident try to set him at ease by your own ladylike composure he will feel sorry and awkward enough without reproach sullenness or cold looks from you gloves and mittens are no longer worn at table even at the largest dinner parties to make remarks upon the guests or the dishes is excessively rude if the conversation is general speak loudly enough to be heard by those around you but at the same time avoid raising your voice too much if the company is very large and you converse only with the person immediately beside you speak in a distinct but low tone that you may not interrupt other couples but carefully avoid whispering or a confidential air both are in excessively bad taste to laugh in a suppressed way has the appearance of laughing at those around you and a loud boisterous laugh is always unladylike converse cheerfully laugh quietly but freely if you will and while you confine your attention entirely to your neighbour still avoid any air of secrecy or mystery never use an eyeglass either to look at the persons around you or the articles upon the table eat your soup quietly 
to make any noise in eating it is simply disgusting do not break bread into your soup break off small pieces and put into your mouth if you will but neither bite it from the roll nor break it up and eat it from your soup plate with a spoon in eating bread with meat never dip it into the gravy on your plate and then bite the end off if you wish to eat it with gravy break off a small piece put it upon your plate and then with a fork convey it to your mouth when helped to fish remove with knife and fork all the bones then lay down the knife and with a piece of bread in your left hand and a fork in your right eat the flakes of fish need i say that the knife is to cut your food with and must never be used while eating to put it in your mouth is a distinctive mark of low breeding if you have selected what you will eat keep the plate that is placed before you never pass it to the persons next you as they may have an entirely different choice of meat or vegetables never attempt to touch any dish that is upon the table but out of your reach by stretching out your arms leaning forward or still worse standing up ask the waiter to hand it if you wish for it or if the gentleman beside you can easily do so you may ask him to pass it to you do not press those near you to take more or other things than are upon their plate this is the duty of the hostess or if the company is large the servants will attend to it for you to do so is officious and ill-bred when conversing let your knife and fork rest easily upon your plate even if still in your hand avoid holding them upright keep your own knife fork and spoon solely for the articles upon your own plate to use them for helping yourself to butter or salt is rude in the extreme when you do not use the salt spoon sugar tongs and butter knife you may be sure that those around you will conclude that you have never seen the articles and do not know their use you need not fear to offend by refusing to take wine with a gentleman even your host if you decline gracefully he will appreciate the delicacy which makes you refuse if however you have no conscientious scruples and are invited to take wine bow and merely raise the glass to your lips then set it down again you may thus acknowledge the courtesy and yet avoid actually drinking the wine no lady should drink wine at dinner even if her head is strong enough to bear it 
she will find her cheeks soon after the indulgence flushed hot and uncomfortable and if the room is warm and the dinner a long one she will probably pay the penalty of her folly by having a headache all the evening if offered any dish of which you do not wish to partake decline it but do not assign any reason to object to the dish itself is an insult to your entertainers and if you assert any reason for your own dislike it is ill-bred do not bend too much forward over your food and converse easily to eat fast or appear to be so much engrossed as to be unable to converse is ill-bred and it makes those around you suspect that you are so little accustomed to dining well that you fear to stop eating an instant lest you should not get enough it is equally ill-bred to accept everything that is offered to you never take more than two vegetables do not take a second plate of soup pastry or pudding indeed it is best to accept but one plate of any article never use a spoon for anything but liquids and never touch anything to eat excepting bread celery or fruit with your fingers in the intervals which must occur between the courses do not appear to be conscious of the lapse of time wear a careless air when waiting conversing cheerfully and pleasantly and avoid looking round the room as if wondering what the waiters are about never eat every morsel that is upon your plate and surely no lady will ever scrape her plate or pass the bread round it as if to save the servants the trouble of washing it take such small mouthfuls that you can always be ready for conversation but avoid playing with your food or partaking of it with an affectation of delicate appetite your hostess may suppose you despise her fare if you appear so very choice or eat too sparingly if your state of health deprives you of appetite it is bad enough for you to decline the invitation to dine out never examine minutely the food before you you insult your hostess by such a proceeding as it looks as if you feared to find something upon the plate that should not be there if you find a worm on opening a nut or in any of the fruit hand your plate quietly and without remark to the waiter and request him to bring you a clean one do not let others perceive the movement or the cause of it if you can avoid so doing never make a noise in eating to munch or smack the lips are vulgar faults sit quietly at table avoid stiffness 
but at the same time be careful that you do not annoy others by your restlessness do not eat so fast as to be done long before others nor so slowly as to keep them waiting when the finger glasses are passed round dip the ends of your fingers into them and wipe them upon your napkin then do not fold your napkin but place it beside your plate upon the table to carry away fruit or bonbons from the table is a sign of low breeding rise with the other ladies when your hostess gives the signal after returning to the parlor remain in the house at least an hour after dinner is over if you have another engagement in the evening you may then take your leave but not before you will insult your hostess by leaving sooner as it appears that you came only for the dinner and that being over your interest in the house for the time has ceased it is only beggars who eat and run end of chapter twelve